It's a question I get asked all the time. And quite frankly, I have had several people not only just ask me this question, but have almost blatantly told me that's not possible. Plan my meals, go shopping for the food, clean out the fridge, prep a few things, and maybe even reset my kitchen like I'd never even been in there in two hours? (laughs) Yeah, right. No, really. Yeah, that's right. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about. This is a straight up juicy, detailed episode on the exact system that I use every single weekend of my life. Well, most, 99% of the time in order to reduce the amount of ridiculous time that I had been wasting on planning and grocery shopping and prepping and putting it away. I was spending an entire day on something that I have managed to get down to about two hours every single weekend. I promise you it's totally possible. You're going to absolutely want to grab a pen and paper for this episode because it's about to go down. Are you ready? What do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I had been married for a very short amount of time. I remember Bailey being really, really young when I decided like a baby, probably even an infant, I don't know, when I was like, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. I was sitting on my couch and I was scrolling through Pinterest with a notepad, trying to map out (laughs) meals, cookbooks and Pinterest and oh, maybe I'll use the crock pot. And, you know, I was just trying to really figure out how to feed a family. I didn't I didn't grow into that slowly. (laughs) Even if you do grow into it slowly, it's not really something that a lot of us put time and energy into figuring out. And I just saw it as a huge waste of my time. I was in. So because I was spending so much time on it, the only way that I avoided it was just by not doing it. And then we were eating out and that was not the answer. That was a problem too. But because I went from a single mom with one kiddo that I had half the half of the time straight into a family of four, like almost overnight, basically, Blaine and I got married and then we very quickly got pregnant with Bailey and, and then we had this whole family. And although she wasn't eating table food, I had to plan for, you know, me eating and him eating and he you know, is super fit. He's a firefighter, consumes an enormous amount of food. And I was nursing. So I was consuming an enormous amount of food. And we had a five-year-old at the time. And, and then that slowly just became like, okay, 10 months in Bailey's already eating table food. And, 
it just was a whirlwind. It was a lot of work. It still is a lot of work, but I just knew that I was, I mean, I was literally on Pinterest and in cookbooks and trying, Hey, what do you want for, well, what do you want to eat? Well, would you want to barbecue this night? Well, it was just like that every weekend and I dreaded it. And I was like, something's got to give. And that is when I really started looking at it and systemizing the entire process because from just like the creation and the ideas and putting something down, that was like at least an hour. I mean, a good hour would go by. And then I had to go see, okay, what's actually in my pantry and in my kitchen for the recipe. And I'd have to go look and okay, what do we need? And all the way down to like, oh, this thing needs lemon juice and you need cayenne pepper. And it's like, do I have cayenne pepper? It's like, get out of here. I do not have time for this. I cannot do this madness anymore. I'm about to cry. And one other major complex part of this is I pretty much throughout that whole process had an autoimmune disease that I was struggling with and was on an AIP protocol, autoimmune protocol, a specific temporary way of eating to be able to kind of help reset my digestive system and it was it was very detailed. Uh, there was a lot of specifics that I was trying to manage in with all of that. And they weren't eating that way, you know, from onions to tomatoes to all the other things that I was trying to really be cautious with and figure out how do things affect me. And there was just a lot going on. And I knew that in order for me to maintain and take care of my health through that process, I needed to systemize it. And that's pretty much what I come back to every single time I'm looking at being compromised in my own skin and in my own life in my own way I refused I just have always refused to give up on that and so I instead of just putting me by the wayside which I am very very you know servant-hearted and giving in my nature but that's because I have systems and I know that I'm not going to just fall through the cracks in the process. And this was a huge part of that. Like all things that I end up systemizing, it was a, it was a process, right? And it took time and it may be a process for you. And it may take time to get this whole thing, even down to four hours of your day or three hours of your day. If you can get it down to two hours, it's probably because you got a lot of things working for you. And I'm going to talk to you about what that looks like today. But from whatever it is that you're doing right now, I promise you, you can shave time and skim time on this entire process. And honestly, maybe even just show up for the entire process for the first time ever, because you've made it so simple and you've made it streamlined, effective, efficient, right? You've systemized it. So that is what we're going to get into. I want to talk to you about what this process actually looks like. Instead of making you go throw spaghetti at the wall and try and figure out how to do this on your own, I'm just going to give you the system that I use and then you can adapt it to make it work in your own life. So this entire episode and what I'm teaching you right now all hinges upon another system that's been on the podcast for a long time and this will be step one of the whole process. And for those of you that have been listening and have been around for a while, or you've gone back from the beginning and you've binged the whole thing, then you 100% know what I'm about to say. 
but you must have my menu board meal planning system in place in order for this to work. Now, there's some iteration of my menu board meal planning system that works for you, and that's totally fine. We're not going to get into what that looks like right now. There are podcast episodes. There's an incredible blog on it, and um, you just go and get that put into place. You figure out what you need to do to get those meal cards. That is part of this system. So that is a system inside of a system, right? But that's really where it started, and that's what we're going to get into right now. But I just wanted to kind of preface that and say that is like the first starting point. If you're coming to this and you're like, okay, I've got that done, then great. If you don't have that done, then start there. Now, once that's rock and roll and you have that set up, then it just takes you a couple hours, honestly. Um, It's really not a big, super involved system. There have been literally hundreds of people that have already gone and put my menu board meal planning system into place. You can totally do it too. Now, let's talk about what this actually looks like. So, I'm going to go through start to finish what my process is. So the first thing that I do on the weekend, we've been trying to do this on Saturday, and I'll explain a little bit more later on. I was doing it on Sunday, but now I like, and you can break this up into two days, especially if it's taking you a little bit longer. And in the beginning, you can find a good break point and you can do a little bit of it on Friday or a little bit of it on Saturday. I just really encourage you to have this done before Monday. I just um, worked with a mom and was coaching her through some things, her routine stacks in her day. And we had talked about how Tuesdays was her day to just be home. It's like her day off. And that would be a great day for her to do this system. And so we talked about what the outcomes are of doing it on a Tuesday versus having it. Because Monday is the start of the week and it is the last day in the pantry in the fridge before you go to the grocery store, which is not my favorite way to start Monday. <laughs> Mondays, I like to be ready to just like rock and roll. So we talked about how she could be prepared for that. And that's something that you'll want to keep in mind. I really, truly love doing this. And that's kind of my hard, fast rule is to get this. It is my personal hard and fast rule. that This has to be done before Monday morning. Um, unless it's a very rare circumstance, but you'll want to figure out what the best day is for you. So that set aside, go into the kitchen on what we're just going to use my my process for now, my Saturday, go into the kitchen and do a quick inventory. So I go in, I do a quick inventory, and I'm looking in my pantry and my fridge for what is no longer good, right? And I pull it out immediately and I'm looking for what we're out of. Okay, so that's just like a real quick inventory, which that takes me about five minutes. It's like a It's like a literal quick skim and you just pull the things out of the fridge and I set them on the counter next to the kitchen sink. Okay, so we got five minutes into this, two hours right now. Then I go and I set up my menu board. So I take, I open up my little recipe box and I know, okay, we've got a crap ton of pasta in there. So we're probably going to do spaghetti. Like I'm making mental notes of this. I know what my family's favorites are. That is part of setting up my menu board meal planning system. And so because this is dialed in in my brain, as I'm going through, I'm making mental notes when I'm doing my inventory walk. Now I just go in and I pull out cards and I look at, okay, I need seven meals. (laughs) I need six meals because we go out to dinner one night, right? Okay, cool. One night is leftovers. Great. I'm down to five meals. One of them is going to have pasta involved. Awesome. We're having goulash. Okay. One of them has ground beef because I saw it in the freezer. Awesome. We're having meatloaf. So I pull those cards out and I just go smack them on the menu board. Done. 
Okay, that takes me about 10 minutes top. So I'm 15 minutes in now. The next part really can be where we get into like time wasting and the nitty gritty. And I get stuck here sometimes. I really do. This is where we sit down and we write a list of all the things we need at the grocery store. And for those of us that love to make lists and we like to make them pretty and we like to have them in a pretty place and we like to be super perfect about things, getting in the details when you're writing a grocery store list is great. You don't want to have to go back to the grocery store, but you also do not want to sit here and do this for a long time. So that is why this is called writing a very, very short list. Okay. You're writing a short list of the new things that you need outside of your staples. So you should always have your staples. If you need to write them out, write them out. I don't have to write them out. I just know them by way of pattern and walking in the grocery store. Don't make me go in the other side. Don't make me go backwards. Don't make me go backwards to the grocery store. I can't pick up my staples if I go backwards. (laughs) It's like we literally go the exact same way with the same things in the car every single week. For those of you that do online ordering, we've talked about this before. I choose, I've done it a few times, but inevitably, like it just happened to me. I thought I was getting four. I mean, I thought I was getting two avocados and I got two bags of avocados. So guess what? We had guac tonight. (laughs) Like, sure. We'll just have guacamole. It's like, I like being in the grocery store. I really do. And I love taking my kids, but I digress. This is where you are just going to write down what are the extra things that we need. So you're looking at those menu cards and you know, I don't have pasta sauce, but I have a ton of pasta and I have frozen meatballs. Cool. Pasta sauce goes on the list, right? And so I do this straight off of those meal cards. And once you learn the system, you'll know that everything that you need to make the meal is on the back of the card. You don't have to go searching for it. And if there's anything extra, like, you know, we were just out of coconut oil. Okay. That is a one-off thing. We only buy that every now and then I buy a huge tub tub actually from Costco. And so I was like, okay, it's time to do a Costco run because we're out of all the big things. But those are the little things that I'm writing down on the list. And I have cool for me, my Trader Joe's and my Sprouts are next to each other. They share a wall. So we just park in one spot and we go into one and then we walk into the other and it is blissful. Uh, But when we move, when we move, we don't have that luxury. They are across the street from one another. So I'm going to have to get in the car, drive them. But good news for me, my kids can basically buckle themselves now and get in and out of the car. (sighs) the joys and the luxuries of children getting older, I swear, we're just coming into a new place over here. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like not to have toddlers. We've got some independence going on. And I'm like, whoa, what is this breath of fresh air? I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we can basically just get in the car and drive away. It doesn't take 15 minutes to leave the parking spot. What is happening? So that is what I'm doing on my grocery list is I'm specifically writing the things that I need from Sprouts on one side of the paper. I fold it in half and on the other side of the paper, I put the things that I need from Trader Joe's. Okay. It's literally like doop doop and I'm done. 15 minutes. So now we are 30 minutes into this two hour process. So we've got an hour and a half left for the shopping, coming home and refreshing all of the things like putting the stuff back putting the new things away, and then prepping a few things. Now, when I go to the grocery store, it's literally an hour of my time because it is the same things every single time. I bring the same number of bags. I put them in the cart the same way. I'm making myself sound super ridiculous right now, but this is how I do it. This is what happens. And like, 
we literally have this process, right? And so whatever your process needs to be to make this super effective and efficient, I'm telling you, even my grocery bags, if y'all have a Trader Joe's around you, they have these grocery bags that look like a paper sack and they're made out of recycled paper and they're so sturdy. They're reusable. They're so sturdy and they stand up like a paper sack and then they fold like a paper sack and they have these amazing long handles on them. I could just cry. I love them so much. Even that, having that, now that I'm in here, this wasn't even part of my notes and what I wanted to talk about, but I'm realizing like the fact that I only have three bags to carry out of Trader Joe's is saves me so much time. I pick up two bags and I put them in the car, pick up the other one. And by that time, everyone's buckled in. We close the hatch and we're on our way, you know? So look at your process and start picking out all of the things that are inefficient Carrying 16 plastic bags on your right arm and 12 on the left arm, it's not, it's not good. Stop doing it. Get yourself some really good reusable bags. I'm telling you because I am the mom that's like, I refuse to come back to this car. I will not do it, you know, and you probably are too. Why do we do that? Why do we like refuse? Okay. So there I, there I am. I've really dialed that process in and you need to too. So then whenever I get home, we're looking at probably 30 minutes because it's about an hour that I spend doing that with the two grocery stores. And and here's where this is different for you. You may have a longer commute, right? Okay, we'll take that into consideration. So now maybe you're not at two hours, maybe you're at two and a half. That's fine. Cool. Maybe you live out in the boondocks. And so maybe this is something that you do every two weeks because you got a long commute on both ends. I know there are a few of you out there that that is your experience and that's okay. But what we want is to be able to reduce the amount of time where we have control over it and really look at how we can minimize the waste, the wasted time. So here's where some magic can really happen for you when you get back home. First of all, we always back in closest to the garage door. The hatch comes open. The door gets propped open and it is straight up assembly line around here. Everyone files out. Everyone helps bring in bags. Everyone helps unload. I have my station and the girls have theirs and Blaine has his. And this is what we do. This is how we make this work. The girls are doing dry food. I'm doing the the refrigerator and Blaine is taking the boxes and taking the trash. And sometimes he's washing dishes from the food that was left over or he's helping dump from those things that I pulled out earlier, right? So that is the process of getting that whole thing done. And it takes literally maybe five to 10 minutes max. And that's it when we get home. So those remaining 15-20 minutes, I've got my eggs on the boil, I'm steaming my green beans, I'm cooking my ground beef, and I just pick three, four, maybe four's pushing it, right? I need a burner for everything. So four's really pushing it, or maybe I pop something in the oven, and I just set it and forget it. And then when all of that's done, my kitchen is done, and I've prepped some really great staples for the week. Now, here is that's my two hours all in. Okay. Here's where we've gotten right now in our family. The two hours was a big investment for us that went a long way, but we really want to take this to a whole other level. And if you hang out with me over on Instagram, you've seen this recently. 
I really, really, really want to stop depending on other people processing my food. And so slowly but surely, we're working on breaking this up where that will still be our two-hour process, but I'm going to put another two to four hours in on the weekend to batch cook a whole bunch of food for our family. And I'm testing this right now to see what is this like? Is it worth my time in exchange for the reward that I'm going to get versus potentially paying someone? There's amazing people in the town that I live in that will that will literally take organic food and really high quality ingredients in paleo and AIP protocol and macros and things that we're really working on here in our home and they will prep them and they will cook them and you go pick them up. And that's not really something I want to do, but I got to test it first to know. Just like I've been testing for years what it's been like to use Trader Joe's orange chicken that's already been prepped for me. Well, guess what? I kind of want to prep my own orange chicken for a while. And so this is going to be a whole nother level that requires a whole lot more time outside of two hours. What I'm talking about inside of these two hours really was our staples. It was a bunch of sweet potatoes or it was a a big old batch of rice inside of the Instant Pot. And I just had those quick things that I knew that I could prep that were staples for my family for the week that had to be done. Those hard-boiled eggs, man, oh, they're amazing. The berries, the grapes, sometimes it would just be, hey, Bailey, come over here and pull grapes off the stem, which, by the way, I just found a hack. If you roll them in between two dishcloths, all the grapes fall off the stem. Mind literally blown. It, like, seriously works. So that's what my system is, okay? That is how I do it two hours tops. You're not going to get it down to two hours the first, the second, the third, the fourth time that you tried. I've been doing this for years, literally for at least five years, almost every single weekend. It's routine for us. I have it memorized. Everyone has it memorized. We all know what we're doing and everyone appreciates it and we have a lot of fun with it. You will have a lot of fun with it. Don't put pressure on yourself to set a timer, although I always found that fun. And how I knew that it ended up being two hours is that I started timing myself because I tried to fit this in in a very small window of time. And I was like, oh, shoot, I think I can do this in two hours. Can I do this in two hours? And I was like, bam, I can totally do this in two hours. You got to put a little hustle in it. You, You do to make it happen in two hours. And sometimes I love that and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I want to take it super chill and I don't want to hustle and I do want to break it up and that's okay. But what I want you to walk away with in this episode is knowing exactly all of those steps that you can put together and how much time you can save by having all of this systemized, automated, and then getting your family involved to the best of their and your ability. All right, friends, I'm so glad that you joined me here for this episode, and I can't wait to meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? 
I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.